0: All right, we're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven.
1: And I'm Megan.
0: And last episode, <laughs> we were going to be covering my trip to Maryland and the obsession we had that was called Pokemon Go. Had, had. We were, have. The obsession that we had and are still having, uh, but we were sidetracked by Megan's Korean teacher's advice for my dating life. Yep. But... We're back with a vengeance, and that vengeance is collecting Pokemon. Ugh. So many Pokemon.
1: So little time.
0: Yeah, that was most evident because one of, like, the big goal of why I was visiting was to record an episode together in person. That wasn't the express reason I visited, but that was one of the big highlights. I, I, I I was pumped to be able to say uh, you know, we, we record across, across states. I'm in New York and Megan's in Maryland. But we got together special for this one episode. And we did not get around to it. Instead, we played Pokemon Go basically the entire weekend. Yep. We took late night walks with Megan's dog Frisbee. And then came back too late and said... You know, let's not record. Let's just go to sleep. We were failures.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, we caught a lot of Pokemon.
0: We did catch a lot of Pokemon.
1: So that was good. I don't know if that was a failure.
0: You caught a Lapras.
1: Well, I didn't catch a Lapras. I hatched a Lapras. Oh, okay. Uh, But we were fooled into thinking that we could catch a Lapras. Uh, We actually went to a park. Well, we went to dinner. We were all hungry. We went to dinner. And on our way back from dinner, we were driving and we I can't remember who said something about it. But one of us was like, oh, look, there's three Pokestops like across the street that's out of the way from actually going home back to the apartment. But we could just stop by like, you know, real fast for like five minutes. And then like two hours later.
0: Yeah. Even if I was the one who said, hey, there are two Pokestops with lures on them, I definitely followed it up with. But they're too far away. They're way too far away. Our car is right here. And we have to walk half a mile to get there. And then you basically forced me to go. Yep. And then we went.
1: Well, we were already there. We were already parked and out of the way. And, you know, we made a Yeah, low. half a
0: mile out of the way. Well. <laughs> it was very pretty. It was a great walk. You know, the sun was beautiful. There was a pond.
1: The ducks were quacking. We all know how much I love ducks. Slash animals, but really ducks.
0: Mostly ducks.
1: Yeah, I love ducks. I'm going to have one one day. That, so I'm going to have Frisbee, and I'm going to have a zebra that I'm going to name Zeb, and then I'm going to have a duck that I haven't really thought of the name yet, and we're all going to sleep together in the same bed, which I'm probably going to have to build this bed myself because I don't know any bed that's big enough for a zebra and a person and a dog and a duck.
0: Do zebras even sleep with people?
1: My zebra will.
0: I'm imagining now... You're riding on the back of the zebra. No, no, I'm not gonna with ride. With frisbee on your lap, and then a very small duck on frisbee's head.
1: Ow! Oh, my heart! It just clenched.
0: <laughs> if if any swag to your fans out there want inspiration for swag to your fan art, I basically just handed handed that to you on this little. I platter.
1: will pay you for that. I will give you a free petroleum soundboard for that.
0: <laughs> Megan, Megan will record. Do we want to say 20 different sounds?
1: Sure, I will record 20. Is that the price? Sure, I will fart, I will burp, I will... I don't know what else you want to hear from me, but I'll do it.
0: You can request 20 unique sounds from Megan.
1: Non-sexual sounds, please. (laughs) I really don't want to have to, like, fake it.
0: Uh, And this is all in exchange for... An illustration of Megan riding on a zebra with Frisbee on her lap and a small duck on Frisbee's head.
1: It has to be a small duck. It can't be a big duck. It has to be a baby.
0: Yeah, I'm imagining, like, a tiny duckling. Oh, God. I'm not imagining, like, a duck that's trying to incubate Frisbee's head. Oh, God. Like it was an egg.
1: It's so cute and fuzzy. I can see it now.
0: <laughs> it's not too late to take up drawing, Megan.
1: Mm, well sometimes it's just too late in life for things the timing just isn't right i don't think
0: that's true is it true it's not true
1: well for things that you don't really want to do (laughs) (laughs) it's always too late for that shit
0: that's right for the things you don't want to do the timing is always (laughs) that's not even true for things you don't want to do the timing can definitely be the right time to do them. oh
1: god Well, I don't have any time for the next five weeks. We're digressing again. But I just got (laughs) accepted into basically a K-pop boot camp that I am super excited about where I'm going to learn to sing and dance like a K-pop star. And it's going to bring me even closer to my future wife, Solar. Which, by the way, there's totally, I Google mapped it, a nail salon or some kind of something or other named soul or something and i was like okay it's a sign right next to the dance studio where where i'm gonna be learning
0: that's a sign
1: that's totally a sign
0: i uh oh, totally I, a sign i mean we're, just, we're gonna be an awkward spot when there's another k-pop item called nail <laughs> or a uh, k-pop male idol called barber i saying
1: well anyway i don't have time for drawing because i'm gonna be singing and dancing
0: for how long are you going to be doing this?
1: Uh, 5 weeks.
0: That's intense. This is a daily thing. So this is going to no, be a, intense. No,
1: it's it's 3 times a week.
0: Okay. But still right. a lot. So you you have a rest day. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know anything about what exactly you're going to be going through? Are there promo videos where you see these people in action or are you going in blind?
1: What do you mean seeing these people in action?
0: Like do you do you know what this training program entails?
1: Mm, not really. I mean, all I know is that there's two weeks of dance training, and then a week of training on like Korean dramas, and then two weeks of vocal training. And they're bringing in instructors from Korea to teach us, uh, mm-hmm. like instructors from actual companies like the company that owns the Wonder Girls. Wow. So I could be being taught by
0: someone who's taught you been. That's legit.
1: It is pretty legit, and it's free. Like what the hell? Free. I just had to write some essays about how much I love Korea, which was GG easy because, like, I love Korea. So <laughs> I just wrote that crap. I, like, banged it out at, like, 1 in the morning and submitted it on the day that it was due. And I was like, well. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, was a last was throwback
0: minute. to your college days. Oh,
1: yeah. It was last minute. And it was definitely a throwback to college days.
0: <laughs> You're desperately trying to log in to Terminal to G-Submit.
1: Oh, G-Submit. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. G-Submit with this awful... F- i don't even know is it like a worldwide tool or was it like a bu tool i don't even know but you used it to submit your computer science homework at midnight for the deadline
0: <laughs> sorry at, at 11 59, oh, right. 59. sorry
1: eleven fifty nine.
0: so did you include your fan fiction as part of this i did
1: not i purposely stayed away from that
0: and you, know, you know look at how devoted and enthusiastic a fan i am look at look at my creative mind
1: no Absolutely not. I did mention creative works that was encompassing <laughs> of, of many things. So fan fiction could be grouped into that, but definitely did not call it out specifically.
0: Okay. How did we even get on this?
1: Well, we were talking about the ducks at the pond. That was it. So at this lake where we were catching Pokemon, we ran into a lot of people. We ran into a lot of people. They were all playing Pokemon Go. We ended up like stopping and chatting with them for a while.
0: Yeah, we we would legit run into them. Like we would make conversation. They would would see us playing and they'd sort of narrow their eyes a little and just say, what team are you? (laughs) And I'd be like,
1: Mystic? And then we'd be like, yeah,
0: Mystic! (laughs) Yeah, they'd be like, whoop whoop, Mystic! Or in the case of... The first group that we ran into, this was in a parking lot uh, that we were we were circling to get the three pokey Stops. Uh, this was like a parking lot out in a in a shopping mall area outside of IHOP. And this car pulls up to us with this kid and his friend in sh- riding shotgun. And they're like, what team are you? Uh, and we're like, Mystic. And they're just like, get out of here. And then they drive off.
1: That's what I would do. <laughs> I don't like those valor and instinct people.
0: Oh man, it's it's gotten divisive. But most of the people we ran into were mystic. Yep. Let's say seventy five percent. Funny how that works. I wonder if it's a Maryland thing.
1: Well, I enjoy being team mystic. I like blue. It's my favorite color. So.
0: Yeah, same. It's a little more divided here.
1: Well, there's more people.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of more red and yellow gems. It's fierce competition fierce a new fragrance by beyonce
1: oh god i'd buy it <laughs> yeah fierce by queen bay so you know let's i mean let's talk about the game a little bit like our likes and dislikes i guess to be honest like i'm gonna lose us our sponsorship here but the game's not really that great I mean, I already feel myself getting somewhat disinterested with it. I agree. And maybe that's because I live, you know, I'm not in New York City where there's a Pokestop slash gym on every corner.
0: Mm, That's a very good point. I I literally live across from Pokestop and I can access it from my apartment. I can access it from my bed. Damn,
1: (laughs) that would be nice.
0: (laughs) You'd have all the Pokéballs you want. I literally have to clear out my bag just to get more stuff.
1: Yeah, so that's one thing I really don't like, actually, uh, that I did want to comment on, is the fact that your bag is 350 items, and it's not, like, 350 unique items. It's 350, like, stacked items. So I'm always going to the gym and fighting something so I can basically kill my Pokemon and use revives and potions to clear off (laughs) my bag a little bit. And, like, that's just, I mean, I could throw them out, I guess, but I don't like to throw things out and... You know, I'm not really sure why the bag limit is, I mean, 350 is pretty low, all things considered, if you're going to count every individual item.
0: I usually just throw things out. I don't really fight a whole lot of rival gyms, so I toss out most of my revives. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, you get nicer Pokeballs than your regular Pokeballs, so you could just throw out your regular Pokeballs.
1: Yeah. Well, I can't throw anything out because it's all rarity for me.
0: (laughs) It's all a rarity, but you're still hitting that limit?
1: No, I meant all the Pokeballs are rarity. Oh. No, I have tons of potions and revives and stuff, but <laughs> I got to clear out, like, 15 potions just to get, like, one new Pokeball.
0: <laughs> Especially with those Zubats. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Zubats. Zubats are tough.
1: Hmm. It's true. I do. I waste the most Pokeballs on, like, the dumbest Pokemon. I'm like, oh, a Caterpie. Like, I need two more candies to get a Butterfree from with my Metapod, and, like... Then I spent 15 Pokeballs on a Caterpie, and I'm like, did, <laughs> what did I just do?
0: With your life.
1: Yeah, with my life. <laughs> well, you know, I may not be alive for much longer, to be honest, because this app sets my phone on fire.
0: Oh, I I know exactly how you feel. It somehow, for my phone at least, and, and your phone too, it like... It feels like the heat of a sun in my pocket.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I need to be, like, I I regularly contemplate whether I should be stop dropping and rolling. I'm like, is this time yet? Is it time yet? Like, I'm not sure.
0: Um, Like, the top, especially the top right of my iPhone uh, 6S Plus uh, will feel searingly hot to a point where I can't really comfortably hold it. And I'm wondering, like, do I need a heatsink for my phone? Do I need an ice pack just to chill this thing off? Is this okay? Is it something going to warp? And I actually had a scare over the weekend because my iPhone did really, really get hot. Even though I turned off the... I set the option that turns off the screen when you have your phone in your pocket or upside down. It's still insanely hot. And it got to the point where I looked at my phone midday and the right half of the screen actually looked unevenly darker than the rest of my screen. So I could pull up a a white web page, like I went to google.com, I would see the white on the left, and it would look like the right side was was paper that was being slowly burned up. It was super disturbing. I couldn't find out anything online about it. Um, It persisted even through apps, even through taking screenshots. Like it wasn't an issue with some OS level thing. I, I was, I was freaking out about this device and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to need to take it in to an Apple store and tell them I was literally playing too much Pokemon Go and I broke my phone. <laughs> but thankfully and weirdly, I just turned, I shut down my phone and turned it on again. And it's fine.
1: Well, that's more than I can say for me. I mean, I did not have the same experience that you had with like the black screen of death or the black half screen of death.
0: Yeah, it was like the slow creeping death of Pokemon
1: (laughs) Go. Well, that's definitely still true. (laughs) But even though like I'll close the Pokemon Go app, if I use my GPS for other things, like for example, today at work, I went to a meeting in a new building. And I needed my GPS to help to help myself drive to that building. And, like, my phone lit on fire again. And Pokemon Go wasn't even open. I'm not playing while I'm driving. Like, nothing. And I feel like my phone just gets super hot all the time now, no matter what I'm doing. Pokemon Go is, like, opening the floodgates.
0: You think Pokemon Go has ruined your phone? I don't phone know.
1: Is- <laughs> it's hard to say.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure just if i can physically sustain this at the same time i'm still playing it
1: yeah i know me too like i go on walks with my neighbor my the couple that lives downstairs i go on walks with them almost every night around the park
0: and they play pokemon go too
1: yep they're both into pokemon go now
0: oh wow
1: and the other night this was actually kind of a funny story the other night on wednesday alex texted me and he was like oh there's a Rhyhorn." down in my apartment. You should see if you can get it. And I was like, Oh my god, I'm on my way because I was gonna go down to his apartment. And I got out to the hallway. And while I was like standing in the hallway, the rhyhorn showed up. And I was like, Okay, like, never mind. I don't need to come over. I can just get in the hallway. So I'm standing there catching the rhyhorn, And this lady I've never seen walks by and it was late like it was like 11 o'clock at night. So I'm like, I don't know why somebody that I don't know is hanging around. And she walks by and she walks to the apartment next to next to Alex. And I'm still standing on the stairs, like staring at my phone, kind of like moving up and down the stairs a little bit, trying to see if I can get like a better view of this thing because it's like escaping every Pokeball I have. <laughs> and um, she turns around from from the door and comes back, and she's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, okay. "Oh yeah, like just catching Pokemon." And she's like, <laughs> "Oh okay." And, and when I told Alex the story, his reaction was like she's thinking like. Oh, God, like, are you okay? Like, am I, I'm getting scared. Like, should I not have moved in here? Are you mentally (laughs) ill? Like, what's going on?
0: I'm imagining it more like this, this woman doesn't know anything about Pokemon Go. She hasn't heard that it's a craze. So (laughs) this, this weird lady is seen on the stairs of an apartment building, waving her phone around and just says, oh, no, I'm just catching my Pokemon. Uh. And you're just like, like waving it like a dousing rod. And she's just like, oh my God, like this, this lady thinks Pokemon are real and she can use her phone to catch them.
1: (laughs) Well, fortunately for me, uh, she does happen to be somewhat of a nerd. It looks like I ran to her again today and she was wearing an awesome con shirt and I was like, oh, like I wish I could have gone to that convention, but, uh, I was busy that weekend. But yeah, no, I mean, like we talked about Reddit and Pokemon and... Like other things, so I knew right okay. away she was like one of us.
0: All right, she doesn't think you're a delusional no. psycho. No, no, and doesn't have to prepare her lecture about how Pokemon are not real.
1: I would have liked to hear that.
0: <laughs> well, that can be my Patreon bonus. Oh, great! <laughs> like there's so many Pokemon segues, Pokemon stories we could bring up. I want to bring us back to that pond. So. One of the one of the things I actually do really uh, really love about the app is that the Pokemon you see on your screen will appear on everyone else's nearby screens too, and that's been really great for creating a sense of community and collaboration. Um, you know, a, a naive implementation of this could have said, "Well, for every phone, there's a random chance of a Pokemon appearing on your device, and every phone can just have a random chance of Pokemon appearing." You know, just like if we were all playing the actual Pokemon game, walking in the tall grass. It definitely takes more coordination to say, there's a Pokemon at this spot. Um, you are at this spot. Uh, therefore, you are seeing it. What this has created, though, is that we would walk along and people would point out, oh, hey, there was uh, a Tentacruel. Uh, down the road a bit and we could say oh yeah I know we just caught it too and we'd have a, a little bonding moment but then we'd also have moments where we would say where someone else would say oh I just caught a lapras it's over this way and so when this person said that to us we were in a group of uh what eight people yeah ten people yeah. at a spot where there are two pokestops stops. Uh, within range of each other, and both of them had lures. And that's pretty rare in Maryland. That is common as heck in New York City. But we were there, we were farming it up, and we're told the rare lapras was just seen. So we walk over there with basically splitting our band in half, like six people come with us. And we walk the entire length of the pond. We walk all the way back to our car, and we didn't see... We didn't see nothing. And now I have to wonder, was the Lapras even really there? I don't think so. Do you think this guy was pokey-trolling us?
1: Probably. I mean, maybe he wanted those lures all to himself.
0: (laughs) I can see see this with a gym. Like, you, you head up to a gym that you see other people are hanging out by, and you can be like, oh, hey, a mile down the road, like, I caught a Gyarados. It's probably still there. And when they leave, you take the gym.
1: Well, maybe he doesn't like too much social interaction. No? Yeah. I was trying to give him... Give my story some plausibility.
0: I mean... <laughs> yeah, this, this is true. I'm sure some people who play Pokemon don't like social interaction. I would be surprised if they approached a group of... If these people who did not like social interactions approached a group of strangers and then told a blatant lie not blatant but literally lied to them and got them to do his bidding which is gtfo
1: yeah okay fair (laughs) you you killed my idea my theory
0: (laughs) that would be some would be some hardcore (laughs) pokeception
1: yeah true
0: but oh man that could be a gym tactic
1: yeah definitely so, one thing about this game, speaking of gyms, is I don't really get how there's no name filter.
0: Like, there's. I was surprised about that.
1: There's no name filter. So, at the the local gym tonight, there was someone named like Josh the Sexy Beast. And then <laughs> the other one was like something, something thick weenie or weener. I don't know. And I was just like, boy, who the hell makes that their name?
0: Yeah, then you're going to say, like, wiener rider or something like that.
1: No, no one's going to—I mean, like, a girl's certainly not going to do that, and a guy's certainly not going to be like, oh, like, wiener rider. (laughs) And a girl's going to be like, ew, that thing's nasty. Like, no way.
0: You know, one of the the names—so I I had a real tough time coming up with the name. My usuals are some random guy, um, because it's funny to say, like, oh, who's the leader of that gym? It's some random guy. But that was already taken. And then I tried this random guy. That's already taken. And I tried that random guy. That's already taken. <laughs> so I'm like running into roadblocks left and right. And then I'm trying to use weird Pokemon memes. So I actually legit tried fuck yeah, sea King," But that's actually too long. <laughs> and then I thought, well, maybe I could shorten it. And I could just do fuck sea King," But that's... I realized, thankfully, (laughs) that that's not the impression I wanted to give. No, it'd most likely not be traced back to the the meme I was trying to reference.
1: Yeah, remember, they have your GPS coordinates. They could, like, (laughs) come get you.
0: (laughs) Literally, at most times, because my phone is on. (laughs) So, tough crowd. A lot of weird names.
1: Yeah, I also had a hard time naming myself. I just ended up naming myself B
0: <laughs> That's pretty typical. I could, I could easily see that. I'm glad that there isn't such a naming restriction on the Pokemon, though. So I named my uh, highest CP Vaporeon Mr. Bubbles, and then put him in charge of a gym. And then, in a weird stroke, uh, I don't know if this was a sweeping change that Neantic is doing, across their GPS locations, but two of the Pokestops on my map in my neighborhood have disappeared. Hmm. I wonder if the glowing Jesus statue in the neighborhood was deemed not enough of a cultural institution to warrant a Pokestop.
1: Well, that's very possible. I'm sad. I think they're trying to, like, crack down on, I guess, things that shouldn't be... pokestops (laughs) i read some article about how there were people like going into the holocaust memorial in dc trying to catch pokemon and like somebody asked them to stop it because it was disrespectful and they were like no
0: oh that's awkward
1: yeah i've actually heard some pretty crazy stories about like just idiotic people like there was a lady who walked off a cliff apparently i don't know if you heard that story
0: oh yeah
1: and then my dad texted me today and told me that there was someone in Dallas who was like playing Pokemon Go and not paying attention and they stepped on a copper head. Is that, that's a snake, right?
0: What is that? A copperhead. Oh, ooh. And they stepped on it. I don't, I it. don't know a snake breed. Oh,
1: well, so they stepped on whatever this copper asterisk thing was. <laughs> and then. Copper snake. Yeah, copper snake. And then uh, it bit them.
0: Oh, I can't even imagine living in a place with snakes that bite you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what other kind
1: of snakes are there?
0: Well, like garden snakes that aren't, like, venomous.
1: Well, venomous is not synonymous with biting. You can bite and not be venomous.
0: Oh. Oh, I thought this was, like, a serious thing. Like, oh, like, he was bitten and was injected with venom oh, and had to go to the hospital. Oh,
1: I mean, I don't know what happened after the bite, but I know he was bitten. I mean, he might not no. have been poisoned.
0: Huh. Let me look this up on my clacky-clacky keyboard. Oh, God. Um, oh, yes. flower Flower-mountain? Bitten by poisonous snake?
1: Yep. Oh, it was poisonous. <laughs> Damn.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean like
1: It's all part of the game experience. Neantic can just uh advertise that.
0: Look, there's a big ass Gyarados on your loading screen that says, pay attention. Listen to Gyarados. Yeah, probably should. Copperhead snakes. While venomous are not as dangerous as people think. Th- unless okay. You step on them.
1: Does it say that?
0: No. Oh. <laughs> I added that last bit.
1: <laughs> I was going to say.
0: <laughs> that's still really crazy, though. Like, I, I still can't imagine living in a place where snakes are just like... Oh, no, sorry. This is in the park. Ooh, that's still creepy, though. Like, parks are supposed to be safe places. Not places where you have to carefully watch your step so that you don't step on a snake that's going to bite you and inject you with venom. Um, I would say that the Pokemon Go experience in real life has been tremendously positive overall, though. Oh, yeah. So disregarding any snakes or falling off cliffs, I've had great spontaneous experiences as I recognize that people are playing Pokemon Go or they recognize that I'm playing and we make a connection there. We both we both know what we're going through. We both understand what we're going through. There's that, that bond and that look of, of sort of shared understanding that we're both part of the same world. We're both cut from the same cloth. And, and we were saying that that's the same feeling we get when we head to conventions. That's what we feel when we go to PAX. And we can walk around and and feel like we all understand each other because we're all here for this one thing. And now that's in the real world everywhere, not just at this convention. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. even though, you know, even if Pokemon Go is sort of fading for us, even if we don't really want to get into the end game of fighting for the gyms and really powering up our Pokemon, I find that infusion into our culture really fascinating. And definitely worth getting into Pokemon Go to experience.
1: Yeah. I'm actually, I mean, I feel like it's given me a taste of augmented reality. And, like, I'm really excited to see what, like, where we take this technology. Yeah. There's so many possibilities. And I would say I'm on board now. Not that I wasn't <laughs> really before, but I, it wasn't on my radar before.
0: The next step is a Google Glass reboot. And then you could have that thing on your heads up display all the time.
1: Oh, great. I don't have money for that.
0: <laughs> Better start saving now, Megan. Ugh. <laughs> Maybe when you get married to Solar, she'll buy one for you. Oh, for that would be fantastic. Present. But
1: I don't want her for her money.
0: No, you want her for the, the Pokemon Google Glass.
1: No, I want her because I love her. Sure. <laughs> but I'm
0: just saying. <laughs> A result of that love.
1: Sure, if her love comes with a Google Glass, I'm not going to be like, (laughs) no, I don't want your Google Glass. But if it doesn't come with a Google Glass, I'm not going to complain.
0: All right. So, hypothetical here. If you were dating Solar right now, (sighs) would you try to get her to Pokemon Go? Oh,
1: absolutely. (laughs) You know, I actually did read an article today. I can't remember where it was. It might have been on All K-Pop. That's like my source for all K-pop news. Um yeah. I was reading that Pokemon Go is like a pretty big hit in Korea. Not that I'm surprised. I mean, I feel like it would be a big hit in the Asian countries, but mm-hmm. you know, it's always exciting to read stuff like that. So maybe she is playing right now. Hmm.
0: I feel like a news article is definitely going to come out if if one hasn't come out already with something something K-pop idol
1: featuring someone
0: <laughs> featuring someone caught some Pokemon. Yes, is is obsessed with Pokemon. Yes, because he's trying to get all these fans. He can be, he can be like, oh, join team something, and take that gym at some place. I'll be there. <laughs> Big publicity stunt. Hmm? I'd be surprised if that hasn't happened already. Could work. So we've got. <laughs> that's not. Th- this barely scratched the surface <laughs> of our Pokemon ghost stories. We have a lot more, even just from that weekend alone. But I'd say that's enough to wrap up this episode of SWAG tier. Yo, yo.
1: Yo, yo. (laughs) woof! No! (laughs) God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up! (laughs) No!